Welcome to Environmentality, a podcast for current environmental news, lectures, and interviews with the experts. I'm your host, Brendan Anthony. Let's dive on in. All right, everybody, welcome to the first episode of Environmentality. (laughs) I'm very excited to be bringing you guys this podcast. It's something that's been uh, in the works and just a dream of mine for a few years now. But before I get into why I wanted to start the podcast and what I'm hoping to get out of it and what you guys will hopefully get out of it, I thought I'd just back up a bit and explain just kind of where I came from, my background, and just explain kind of my uh, inclination and, and, and ultimately why I just love the environment. So as I mentioned, my name is Brendan Anthony. I am currently living in Fort Collins, beautiful Fort Collins, Colorado, and I am a PhD student at Colorado State University. I am studying horticulture. I love plants. I specifically am working with peaches out on the western slope, just on the border of Colorado and Utah. And they are the most delicious fruits, and I'm very, very lucky to be working with them every day. Uh, It's a lot of fun, and ultimately, I really just love plants. But more than plants, I love the environment. And the love of that environment really came from growing up in Orange County and being so close to the ocean. The ocean was my first love. I fell in love with marine biology in high school where I had the most spectacular teacher in Mr. Matt Brown, who I'm still great friends with today. And uh, he's actually ended up starting a farm up in Portland. And, you know, we get to share and talk a lot about the environment still to this day. But he really was the first person to really spur my interest for environmental science and especially for marine science and marine biology and throughout that class we ended up going on a field trip to the aquarium of the pacific and long beach and i remember walking into the main hallway and just seeing this magnificent aquarium called the blue cavern which was modeled after a diving site off the coast of catalina and i thought to myself that's what i want to do i want to be diving and swimming in aquarium tanks and studying sharks and just really uh, engaged with the ocean every day of my life. And that's ultimately what I wanted to do. And so when I got into college, I decided to study biological sciences at Biola University. And I started working at the Long Beach Aquarium of the Pacific. And I worked in animal husbandry. And I also worked in education. I got to go out on dive trips and collection trips and bring animals into the aquariums. I got to clean the tanks, give presentations, you know, from the other side of the glass and feed the animals. And it was just such a spectacular uh, time in my life. And I just really fell in love with the ocean and, and just all of its inhabitants and wanting to dedicate my life to studying them and better understanding the ocean and, and ultimately the human impacts on the ocean because they're quite vast. And some of those topics I'll definitely get into uh, throughout the you know seasons of this podcast. But as I started to think about marine biology as a career, I just really always struggled to find this human element in it where you know I was so excited and passionate about environmental justice, but I was also really wanting to find a way to bridge that gap into social justice endeavors and, and wanting to help people as well. 
And so as I'm traveling along this pursuit in college, I ended up doing a, I call it a study abroad program, but everyone always makes fun of me because it wasn't really abroad. I just went up to Washington. But at that time, that was the furthest I had really traveled for schooling. And so went up to Whidbey Island in the Puget Sound and spent a summer there. And uh, there were two marine biology classes that were offered, but one of them had been filled up too quickly. So I wasn't able to register and ended up taking a class called ecological agriculture. And man, this just totally opened up my eyes to a whole new theme and, and set of topics surrounding the environment and how we can better take care of the land. But, but primarily it really provided that connection to humans that I was longing for. The professor who taught it had started a university in Zambia and the main focus of the university was to try and empower and educate local farmers how to grow more sustainably so that they can not only take care of their land, but take care of themselves, right? Because they could generate more income, more food, etc., and try to address some of the social justice issues as well. So I just really fell in love with that model and fell in love with this idea that I could unify two passions of mine, which was helping humans and helping the planet. And so from that, I went back to college that was going into my junior year at Biola and I quit my job at the aquarium. I ended up getting a job at aquaponics farm, which is a form of urban agriculture, which we'll probably talk about in another episode, but also then met a gentleman named Craig Erickson and he had been living in Haiti for the past year, actually working on aquaponic farms as well. And we just really hit it off, obviously two dirtbag college kids that like playing with fish poop you know you have a lot of common uh, just right off the bat and so you know we fell in love with the idea of trying to unify our passions for ag and international development and intercultural studies environmental science etc the things that we were studying and that we were just so excited about and trying to unify all of that into a nonprofit organization and so from that, we started a nonprofit in 2013 called Harvest Craft, and ultimately it's an international agricultural development organization, and we've worked in Mexico, Uganda, India, Cambodia, and we've been able to do a lot of fun stuff, but where we've been able to work primarily is in Haiti. And as of 2018, we developed our own training and research facility there called the Haiti Center for Agroecology. And again, ultimately, just like my professor at uh, the class I took on Woodby Island, we are setting up an institution to train and equip and empower local farmers there to, again, take care of the land better, but also to really be able to take care of themselves. So that's Harvest Craft, and that's something that we've been working on a lot, and that's really just exposed me to a whole new world of agriculture and, and, and sustainability and seeing the issues that are happening with small-scale farmers in these small countries, but also through my graduate school experience, I've been able to see agriculture on a big conventional scale, especially up in Washington, where I worked with the apple industry for several years as I ended up pursuing my master's in horticulture at Washington State University. Throughout my time at Washington State University, or Wazoo, go Cougs. <laughs> Uh, I worked with the apple industry, as I mentioned, and we got to do a lot of really cool research with a new apple variety that actually just got released last year called Cosmic Crisp. Maybe some of you guys have seen it in the stores. It's a delicious, beautiful apple, and I got to do a lot of research on that and really pioneering 
for the industry how best to manage it. And so that was my experience in graduate school and also in a agricultural sector that is by and large pretty conventional and has an impact on the environment. But what was also unique about it is that it's actually one of the biggest agricultural industries in the U.S. that has a large percentage of organics. And this was a really interesting thing because you got to see a large-scale conventional system or a large-scale industry shift to wanting to adopt more sustainable practices. And this got me really excited because for the first time I felt like, oh, big systems can change with proper education, with proper consumer demand. Industries are willing to shift to be more sustainable, to be more environmentally conscious. And this was a really encouraging thing for me to see at Washington. And I think really brought a lot of excitement for me coming back to Los Angeles, where I then taught at Biola University for a couple of years and bringing that uh, energy to the classroom and allowing education to try and shift habits of everyday lives. Because I could see how education and demand can shift and sculpt an industry. I believe that education and excitement and passion can also shift everyday actions for people who are desiring to live in a more eco-friendly way. So I wanted to bring that motivation and that enthusiasm into the classroom. And I was met with so much more excitement because as I began to teach, and these were a lot of the times non-majors, people who don't even care about or know anything about the environment, and they would come in just, okay, it's a general ed science class, whatever, let's just you know get the easy A from the easy prof and just get out of here. But I was so encouraged by people wanting to be engaged to lean in and dive in and embrace, you know, weekly challenges that I'd set up for them to try and live in a more sustainable fashion or try and embrace the hard discussions about having to take sacrifices in life or be more conscious of the things that you're consuming, etc. And and I was just so enthused by that uh, excitement and curiosity that they had to want to live more environmentally friendly. And so I just felt like, man, this is such a cool experience. What if I could bring this similar type of discussion and education to people outside of the classroom? And that is really where the motivation for this podcast began. And that was about two years ago. And so for two years, I've been marinating on this idea of what if we can bring cool dialogue and education and excitement about the environment that's often left missing and is absent in mainstream media and bring it to the masses and bring it to a platform that's more accessible than having to pay thousands of dollars for tuition every year, etc. So that's the motivation for the podcast. And so as I said, it's been about two years marinating and ruminating. And so here it is coming to you right now. (laughs) Um, Currently, as I mentioned, I'm in a PhD program Uh, here at Colorado State University. And and really what has enabled me to have time to finally get around to doing this is obviously coronavirus and the pandemic. 
you know, canceling classes, making research more difficult. But then I also had a frost this year. Uh, and again, we'll talk about climate change and how that's impacting farmers. We're seeing it now. We're seeing more frequent frost here in Colorado. And as a result, we lost all of our peach tree flowers. And so I had no fruit. So I had nothing really to research this summer. So I'm reading and writing a lot. And, and I figured this would be a great time to start the podcast since I have a lot of free time this summer. So with that being said, it is now officially started. And I want to bring to you kind of the three main things that I'm hoping to deliver through this podcast. The first is frequent news updates on what's happening to the planet around the world. I think it's so important for us to understand what is currently happening so that we can make the immediate and oftentimes dramatic changes to our lifestyle to try and meet the demand of our changing world. So I want to try and bring current environmental news from around the world to your commute, to your run, whatever it may be. They're going to be quick, five minutes long. I'll bring maybe a few stories. Uh, I want to try and encapsulate maybe things that are going to be on the ballot so you know how to better vote for things that you may care about or that may impact the environment directly or just cool, interesting, good things that are happening. I think so often when you hear about the environment, it's often doom and gloom. And so I want to try and bring uplifting stories and and successes and excitement from the world of environmental science because it's a beautiful, beautiful, resilient world out there. And there are a lot of good things happening as well as policies are changing and people are motivated to take care of their environment more and, and corporations and companies are wanting to be more active in social entrepreneurship and greenifying their practices. So I want to be able to tell those stories as well. So that's the first kind of platform that's going to be hopefully weekly news updates, five minutes long, done. The second is going to be more or less a series of brief lectures on topics that I think you should know about, why it matters, how it's relevant to you, etc. It's going to be more or less a crash course environmental science 101 type format. They'll be, I'm thinking, 15 to 20 minutes long and on topics that are probably widely talked about maybe in news or on social media, but you've never really heard the full scoop or story or why it matters or how your daily actions can impact that. For example, the bees are dying. I think if you ask anybody, they're like, oh yeah, bees are dying, but why they're dying, why it matters, how you can help. That's the kind of stuff I want to try and illuminate on. And so that's just a, another format of podcast that I'm hoping to bring to you on this platform. Lastly, the third and final format I want to try and bring to the platform are the classic standard podcast with interviews. And I want to interview experts and researchers in various environmental fields on various environmental topics so that I can learn alongside of you. I have a lot to learn as well. I am a learner in this just as much as you are. I by no means know everything. I want to learn alongside of you, and so that will be very exciting for me to bring on guests and learn from them, and we'll all just learn together about how we can better steward the environment. And so that is my hope and dream for the Environmentality Podcast so that we can bring ourselves a greater consciousness and a greater mentality about the beautiful planet that we have the privilege to inhabit and try to determine better ways to live amongst it and to take care of one another and to take care of the beauty around us as well because it all starts with 
education. And with that, I will conclude by summarizing the three styles once more. Environmental news, brief lectures, and interviews with the experts. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you here on the upcoming shows. Take care and get outside and enjoy that beautiful environment all around you.